1: Hello everyone and happy Thursday. How are you all doing today? I am so happy to be here. I am talking to you from Kenosha, Wisconsin. I'm traveling again and first before we start the show I want to say happy birthday to some special people in my life. Laura Rico, Dan Gaylord and Renee Peck. Happy, happy birthday. May your days be magical, your years be incredible and I'm so grateful that you're in my life. Okay, so oh, I also want to say one more thing. I do want to send out prayers to the people of Afghanistan. So let's pray that we can get them out safely and that they stay safe and the women stay safe and that there's no retribution during all of this chaos. So prayers, big prayers to them. Uh, Welcome again. So I want to talk to you about today's guest. She is the Midwestern Spiritual Spark Plug. She is the Bette Midler of mystical movement. Her name is Marilyn Harper. And Marilyn is a renowned public speaker, facilitator, spiritual teacher, and channel of Adriana and the Council of Light. She is a walk-in. And I know that we've talked about walk-ins before, but we're going to talk about it again. And we're going to talk about all she does and how she works with her clients. She has a She's the creator of the Holographic Healing, a five-part certification course in alternative healing, and we're going to talk about that as well, and stay tuned because Marilyn has a giveaway that she's going to offer at the end of the show. Welcome, Marilyn. How are you doing today?
2: I am doing fabulously today. Thank you so much, Marla, for having me on your show. I really appreciate it, and I love your show.
1: (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. I am so happy to have you on, and there's so much to talk about, so I don't want to lose any time. I know we spoke a little bit off air, but let's, let's talk about the beginnings, because you were normal until you had your walk in. And I shouldn't say, Claire, delete that. Not normal, but you were living the, the normal human life that we all think we should be living, and then you had an experience, and it shifted everything in your life. Let's talk about it.
2: Yes, I, I. it did shift everything. And and I think that's a really good way to describe it as I was a normal person. I was a, a regular person. I was, you know, deacon in the Christian church. I was uh, selling advertising for a country western radio station. I was, you know, a regular person. And I went, I had my gallbladder out and There were complications following the surgery, and um, uh, due to those complications, I was waiting to be x-rayed and waiting for tests to be done, and I'd been waiting for 26 hours in excruciating pain, and uh, so I finally said, you know, if I'm going to be in this much pain, I would rather die. and that's when I guess I held up my hand and said okay all those plans that I made before I came into this world the battle walk-in and a a transformation and awakening this is the time (laughs) (laughs) and unbeknownst to me uh that took place and it it took about a 24-hour time period as a matter of fact they did the I, I made enough, my walk-in made enough racket that they took me in to get the tests immediately really? and um, uh, still didn't know exactly what the cause was, but they did all kinds of, you know, pumping and tubes and everything going every which way. Um, and my son came into the room at that time and he said to me, he said, I don't know who you are, but you are not my mom. And oh. like he he didn't even know what he was saying. I didn't know what he was saying until years later. Um, I, I went into the hospital as one person and actually came out as a different person. And Marla, I, I would not have believed it was possible if it didn't happen. I mean, because I was... Um, Skeptic? <laughs> absolutely. I was not metaphysical at all. Uh, I was a writer and had written six plays uh, that were all successfully produced Um, and uh, I came out of the hospital not wanting to go on stage not wanting to do my plays unless I redid them and uh, made them a a spiritual awakening of some sort Uh, and I already had you know bookings set up for me to perform them and um, (laughs) some of them I just couldn't do I it was, it was it was, wild because I, I, I didn't want to do the same things. I didn't want the same friends. I didn't, I didn't I have, have a the same skills.
1: Speaking about that, the clothes you walked in with, when you saw them as a new soul,
2: did you go, whose are those? Exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I saw them in my closet, my walkout. She could wear red and black every day for two weeks and never repeat an outfit. And she always had gigantic earrings on that would drag her shoulders. And me, these are big earrings for me. And, <laughs> and uh, I, I don't, I, it's only been in the past two years that I've been able to wear red. And only in the past 10 years or so that I've been able to wear black. Wow. So I immediately went to pastels, which there was nothing in my closet that was pastels. So I I had to go shopping, and uh, the first thing I purchased was a pale, pastel pink suit, that and a pastel peach colored, like jumpsuit like like sweats and things. I'd never owned a matching set of sweats, and I purchased <laughs> that, and I thought who is this? <laughs> what is this about? Because it it, it just didn't register. I had I, never heard of a walk-in. I never heard of someone that had a soul transformation while they're in the hospital. And I didn't realize what had happened until three years later. And you, uh, well, why three years later? What happened three years later? Well, it, it was interesting because during that three-year time period, I I kept thinking, did I have a stroke? Did something? What happened in the hospital? And why does everything feel so different? And you know, in the past, my walkout had an amazing memory, and I couldn't. I had to work at remembering things that happened in my own childhood. Um, then, uh, in on Thanksgiving Day, actually. Uh, my, we have a big Thanksgiving meal and my mother came to me. I mean, there was 70 people in my parents' house. Wow. And so there was lots of commotion and we're all really um, animated and loud and kind of uh, huh. have fun. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, she came to me and, and held out a book called Strangers Among Us and said, have you read this book? And I said, well, no, I haven't. Could I borrow it? And she said, no, you can't because you never return things, and, which is true. Uh, and then a couple of days later, I was on a date with a really good friend of mine. And he said, you know, I've got this book, Strangers Among Us, and it reminds me of you. Uh, would you like to borrow it? And I said, yes. And then one thing led to another, and we never got to me borrowing the book. I'm like, what is it with this book? And then again, three days later, uh, the universe arranged for me to go on a 12 hour trip to Wisconsin. And so we were driving to Wisconsin and I was saying how after I after my surgery I just felt so different and I didn't know what was going on and it it was bizarre. And he said, have you ever heard of a walk-in? And I'm like, you know, like in the beauty shop or at the doctor's office. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, no. And, and he said, you know, you should read the book Strangers Among Us by Ruth Montgomery. I'm like, why is it with this book? <laughs> and um, uh, so we talked for the rest of the trip about the walk-in phenomenon. I thought, oh, my God, that happened to me. The bizarre thing is, Marla, is when I went back to my mother and asked her uh, about the book Strangers Among Us, she's like, I don't have that book. And I said, you did, you had it in your hand. And we looked all through her bookshelves and there was no book Strangers Among Us. Wow. Then I went to the guy that I had the date with and I said, okay, so you told me to read the book Strangers Among Us and we were going to go by your house and pick it up. And I, you were going to loan it to me, but we went to a movie instead and got sidetracked. And, and he said, you know, I've never read any books by Ruth Montgomery. What are they about? And I'm like, holy smokes wow (laughs) what happened and then i went to my third friend and asked him um you know the book strangers among us did you tell me to read that and he said uh yeah (laughs) 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 what was it it was the universe's way of letting me know by people that i trusted that it was time for me to awaken to what had happened And I did. And I set myself on the spiritual path then. That was 1996. And I started doing energy work with someone to clear out the old patterns. And, you know, a walk-in, there's contracts and agreements that the walk-out, the walk-in still has to complete those. And um, uh, I did. And it's it's a fascinating undertaking. I I've always believed, until just recently, that the walk-in soul of that time period—it's completely different now when somebody experiences a walk-in—but in that time period in the '90s, um, that it was a completely new, advanced soul coming in to take their place, which is why I had trouble with my memories and things like that. Um, about three years ago, cryon. Uh, who is the being that Lee Carroll channels? Yes. He actually did. Cryon gave a whole presentation about me. It, it's actually on my website under the walk-in phenomenon.
1: I saw, I saw that. That was very interesting.
2: It, it is very interesting. And, and Cryon said that it's not a different soul, but it's the same soul, several generations more advanced. So that would explain why the memories had receded, but that I could still, you know, connect with them. That explains that, you know, I didn't need the same skill set, you know, several generations more advanced that I needed right then. And so, I, I mean, it's all been a fascinating undertaking.
1: It's so interesting. You you said a couple of times that your walk-in is different than the walk-ins today. What is the difference?
2: You know, the walk-ins today generally are um, what I would call a composite. Um, Their higher self comes in to join their regular self, if you would. I don't want to say higher. More of
1: an enmeshing.
2: Them. Yeah, it's a merging of those those energies to where generally over a short period of time, you know, 24 to 48 hours, when I say a short period of time, they experience a sort of awakening to their own soul's essence. And before then, they may not have ever even had any terminology like that or thought about their soul. And, and now, because... It it in in the olden days in the '90s, it took us about eight years to actually integrate completely, and because wow. the world is operating at a faster pace right now,
1: the veils are uh, lifting.
2: <laughs> yes, it's like woohoo, keep running. Um, right. Uh, the 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 walk-ins or uh, the people that have experienced a, a, a soul transformation is what I call it now. Um, they are here to help with the shifting planet. They're here because, as you know, the planet is shifting into yes, the yeah. fifth dimension. And it's shifting drastically. And with that, the people on the planet are, are having a little trouble. You know, like the situation in Afghanistan, That that is a part of that what that is doing is it's drawing all of our attention to something that is not in integrity. So we as light workers or as Adironda, uh, the spokesman for the council, I channel as light workers, we can send that energy there Mm -hmm. for love, for guidance, for clarity, for wisdom. So the things that are not in integrity can be placed into a, a place of alignment. Because, as you know, in the fifth dimension, the things that are really not in integrity are just imploding upon themselves, including situations in our own lives. And they're doing that right now. And they're coming to the surface for us to deal with. And walk-ins or people that have experienced this soul transformation or soul awakening, maybe, um, they're really here to help with that experience. So,
1: can anybody say I want to transfer my soul, or is that, how does the phenomenon happen? Do you have any idea, insight into that?
2: Yeah, I would love to have an answer to that question, <laughs> but because in the olden days we normally didn't have that kind of control to where right. you say, okay. Uh, although there was a book called The Third Alternative, and it was uh, written by a Walk in uh, an alternative to suicide. So that started awakening the process of saying, I really, I, I really want to have a, a soul awakening or I want to connect with my higher self. Um, uh, I want to have that soul transformation. Uh, so I honestly believe that now you can, through meditation, through intention, um, through the connection of you and your soul awaken to your true essence now that doesn't mean that you don't have the same issues or opportunities to grow right. through that the uh, previous energy did uh, it means that you have more skill sets you have more connections and actually in uh, two courses that I facilitate Uh, the Channeler's Academy and Holographic Healing, which you mentioned, um, they take that intention and build upon the innate ability to, with holographic healing, see interdimensionally uh, into the body and place it back into a form of alignment. And then the Channeler's Academy connect directly with your own guidance system or the guidance system of someone that you are working with and bring that information through which is an innate ability that we're all born with but somehow we let that go and i think that that is all a part of that process of of awakening to the real world that we are choosing to live in does that make sense it does
1: to me and i hope it does to those out there marilyn we're going to take a quick break be hold on out there we'll be right back and we're going to talk more with marilyn harper Stay tuned.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a f- long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My F***ing Long Journey to Loving Myself, A Guide to a Shorter Path, to learn to live a more self-loving life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original scream pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream. And not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com.
2: It's
1: your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
0: You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you are invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's one 346 9141 If you'd rather send an email, the address is conversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back. If you've just tuned in, I'm speaking with Marilyn Harper this week. And Marilyn is a public speaker, facilitator, spiritual teacher, and channel of... At Iranda and the Council of Life, in addition, she is a walk-in soul or has a walk-in soul. I don't think she is one, but has one. Um, and we were talking about what a walk-in is on the past segment, and during the break, we were talking about walk-ins and people who come back from war. and Marilyn herself has had firsthand experience dealing with people, soldiers that had been in Afghanistan and come back. So I'm going to bring Marilyn back on, and we're going to talk a little bit about that piece of information because it's something I don't think we speak we think about very often. And so, let's talk about how being a walking soul can help in in various ways, such as with the soldiers. Welcome back, Marilyn.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me back, and thank you for for your fascinating questions. You know, yes, during the break we were we were talking about. Um, the soldiers in Afghanistan and the refugees and all of that and how we as, as awakened individuals can help. And, and, you know, you just as a walk-in or a person who has awakened um, or experienced that transformation that I was talking about, where all of a sudden you think, what can I do to help the world? Right. <laughs> they have, a we come in with that, that a burning desire to make a difference or be the difference. And the universe, God, source, whatever you want to call it, arranged for me to move to Branson, Missouri, which I never would have thought that I would move to Branson, Missouri. It's like the buckle of the Bible belt in my definition. And again, through a a series of synchronicities, (laughs) I got connected with the United States Army. (laughs)
1: Which is so interesting.
2: I know. I can't (laughs) even tell you how that happened. But it led me into a conversation with a specific chaplain who uh, had had several uh, deployments in Afghanistan and had noticed that the soldiers coming back were returning to the U.S. quite traumatized. And they, you know, had spousal abuse, they had, they were just quite traumatized, even greater than the soldiers coming back in Vietnam. Um, And so we developed a program where he and I developed a program where they would come into a, a loving environment direct from Afghanistan, a loving environment, they would go see You know, fun light shows here in Branson. They would experience the lake and the cleansing aspect of the water in the lake. They would, they would have sort of their souls re recognized and, and held in a, a loving environment for a week before they returned home to their families. And they found that once they returned home to their families, that there was a vast difference in their mental stability than the ones that didn't go through that process.
1: Interesting.
2: Yeah, it was fascinating. Unfortunately, with a change of um, leadership in the government, that program was cut um, uh, because I guess they didn't think that soldiers needed spiritual enlightenment or something, Um, but it was cut. And, and uh, you know, I look at all of the soldiers and the people and the people that are U S citizens and the Afghani refugees that are coming into the country, they have to, they have to have that same kind of trauma that has been instilled in their cells. Uh, And I don't know how we can affect that on a larger scale except to hold them in the energy of light and really ask for divine enlightenment. And if there's someone in power that can create some kind of an atmosphere of love in that environment, in those people or in those environments, let it be so to rearrange the universe because, you know, the universe rearranges itself to accommodate your picture of reality.
1: <laughs> it really does. And here's yeah. the thing, you know, you go into the army, they break you down and turn you into the soldier that they need you or want you to be for the most part. And then when you come back, you need the total opposite. And I never thought about that until just now. And I just heard the word movement, like it needs to be a movement.
2: It, so. it really does. And I, I don't know any, I know Adironda has been very adamant in past uh, double digit sessions. We do a broadcast once a month and in past sessions about really being very, very direct in it's time to be proactive. You can You can sit on your sofa and meditate and send love and light. And that's great. Do that. And then, Get off of your sofa, open the front door and see how you can personally be of service and what kind of action that you can do to help help the state of the universe, help the state of this planet because it's it's it the people, the planet is is fine, but the people they need some they could use a little a little stability right now. I mean, we've just been through covid and
1: And we're still through, we're still going through COVID.
2: Yeah. We all thought it would be over a long time ago.
1: Right.
2: (laughs) And it's still going on and we're still asking, why is this? And we're still going into that energy. And, and, you know, I don't think it matters why it was or why it happened or why the non-war in Afghanistan has gone on for 20 years.
1: Right.
2: Why all of that, I think. Now we have to say, okay, this is the current reality and this is the reality that I'm intending to affect. What is my task? How can I be of service to humanity at large, to the mass consciousness? And, you know, it may be just as simple as as changing your own language. It may be just as simple as, as when you're in a group of people and they start railing on this or that or the other thing or whatever to ever so gently (laughs) smooth that conversation over and say, well, that's great. And I understand how you feel, but what would be a good solution that would be a win-win for all parties and, and start, you know, uh, Adironda says that there's a solution to every problem and there's a solution and they call it an opportunity. <laughs> it is. I agree. <laughs> it is an opportunity to grow in a new way. That's and, and that's what kind of what we're, we're connecting with is that that energy and that focus in, you know, our livelihood has to be tied to be of service in some way, shape or form yes uh, and and just like you marla you're in service to humanity with your broadcast because you're helping to open people's mind to the infinite possibilities you know we teach a class called everything is possible mm-hmm. and it kind of blows your mind that that everything is possible it is so we here in missouri or you in North Carolina or South Carolina or Wisconsin or Colorado or Australia or <laughs> Germany or wherever people are. Right. We can affect the the consciousness of the planet. Well, the one,
1: planet, with, excuse me. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say well, the, the planet is consciousness.
2: It is consciousness. Exactly. And we can affect it with one, our intention and two, with our proactivity. With. With, you know, if it takes writing your Congress, if it takes it to starting a recycling plan in your in your community, if it takes to starting a productivity and saving the trees, whatever.
1: Right. Um, and also your words, your thoughts, your deeds make an effect on the planet, which makes an effect on everything, because it's all a ripple effect.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. And that ripple effect is like a tidal wave sometimes. <laughs> yes, it is. And I think that's kind of what's happening with the planet is there is a quickening of the energy. You feel it, I feel it, we all feel it. A quickening and an urgency amongst light workers, an urgency, not even just amongst, I mean, people are light workers, they may not even have the knowledge of that term.
1: Right.
2: But they're moving energy in a positive way. Right,
1: and I I,
2: I think that that's where we get the opportunity to sort of uh, help, guide, and awaken uh, humanity uh, to this new frequency.
1: So So true, and it's being conscious of your word. I'm big on your words, thoughts, and and you know what you do because it really makes an effect. It, It affects the next person or the people in your household, the animals, everything. And so for me, it's for me, it starts there for you. And me, start in a different, in a different way.
2: Well, I think for every single person, it starts in a different way. I mean, in our, in our class, everything is possible. We start with awareness and we actually have awareness bracelets that help you. And you can use any bracelet, but they help you be aware of every time you have a negative thought, a negative response, a negative, you know, information that you're communicating, that you change the bracelet to the other wrist. Okay. And, and you may change it 150 times in the first hour. <laughs> uh, but eventually, you're becoming so aware of your thoughts, words, and deeds that you iron them out so they are in that positive flow and you learn to express yourself in the positive flow of energy i use
1: the term clear delete (laughs) clear (laughs) delete yeah you can say clear delete you know whatever you want to say but i want to stop it that negative stuff from getting into the universe so as as soon as i realize something it's like clear delete i say it three times and then i know it has just been stopped in its tracks and I have to pay more attention to what I'm doing, saying, thinking.
2: Exactly. I mean, it, and it starts with just one person. Yes. And as you say, it ripples out just like the the rings when you drop a pebble in a pond.
1: Exactly. Uh,
2: that pebble, no matter how big the pond, affects the life that we're living in.
1: You know, we've got four minutes to break, but I wanted to, you brought up... um Okay, I'm going to say Adiranda, on the Council of Light. Um, and I wanted to find out more about who Adironda is and who the Council of Light is and how they guide you, how you channel their messages.
2: Well, Adironda is a spokesman from the 17th dimension and the angelic realm. Um, they've never claimed to be an angel or an archangel but they say that they are from the angelic realm and the 17th dimension, wherever that is. And they connected with me interdimensionally. I mean, I didn't know it at the time, but I was leaving my body at night and going through the intergalactic federation and doing energy work in other dimensional realms. And they were sent as a messenger from source to connect with that and to find someone who could hold their energy to bring the message to earth. And uh, because the people on the planet get the opportunity to shift a little more quickly than they were. And they, in their intention Adirondas intention is to help every single person know what it feels like to be held in unconditional love mm-hmm. And actually in the past year, Adironda has changed that verbiage to, to change it to be held in infinite love. Because mm. even the word unconditional starts with a negative. That's and the, the, the language is that important. And they, the Council of Light is um, um, beings 12 or more that uh, are archangels ascended masters beings that have lived on this planet that are a part of their council uh, they used to be called the company or the team and they've graduated to the council <laughs>
1: wow that's so interesting and so you do channelings um, of of them in your monthly talk or how did how do you work with them
2: yes i channel <laughs> anytime anyone asks and um I do the double-digit activation and message uh, each month on the double-digit of the month. They When they first came in in 1999, they said to pay attention to the numbers and double-digits predominantly, like 9-9, 10-10, 9, 11, 11 And uh, so now, ever since 9-9 of 09, we do a monthly broadcast, and it is about the master number of that month and where the state of the universe is right now and what you can do about that. And then this past summer, this summer, um, we've done a broadcast on uh, Facebook on the 21st of the month, like 52121, 62121, mm-hmm. which something they've never done. And so um, they are really working to help with the shifting planet.
1: And what's the Facebook group name so people can sign up
2: for it? Uh, absolutely. It's Adironda-Marilyn Harper semicolon. Everything is possible.
1: Short name. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: If you google Adironda, it will take you there. A D-I-R-O-N-N-D-A dot acom
1: And also Check out Marilyn's website at Adironda Spiritual Healer.com. So it's A D I R O N N D A S P I R I T U A L, healer, H E A L E R, dot com, which will be on the link. So check out the website so that you can see all that Marilyn does. And stay tuned to the end so you can find out what the gift is, but you'll go to the website to collect the gift. So we'll be right back after this break. America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and
2: give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn.
0: Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My Long Journey to Loving Myself, A Guide to a Shorter Path to Learn to Live a More Self-Loving Life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now. We have your answer, the original scream pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D, B-E-R-R-G.com.
2: It's your
1: world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you are invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is GuidedSpiritConversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program.
1: Hello, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. If you're just tuning in, I'm here with Marilyn Harper. Marilyn is a public speaker, facilitator, spiritual teacher, channel of Adirondack and the Council of Light. She is a walk-in, which we talked about in the first segment. And because we have so much to do in this last piece, I'm going to bring her on very fast. Hello, Marilyn. Welcome back. <laughs> Hello, Marla. <laughs> so we've got the, cha- this is charity shout out time. And Maryland's charity is the nationalcac.org. Can you share with us what the national CAC is and how people can help?
2: Well, the national CAC is actually the national uh, advocacy center for children. Awesome. And um, uh, it is uh, uh, something that's very near and dear to my heart. I actually wrote my walkout, wrote three plays or two plays, and I wrote one, um, raising money for victims of violent crimes. Um, Myself and my son were actually victims of a violent crime when he was seven. And and when I went through the legal system, I realized that there was really very little support in the advocacy centers. And so that is my charity of choice so you can go to nationalcac.org and make a donation we do not have a donation button up yet on our website but i would love to put one there um um, child advocacy centers throughout the planet are really in need of help Uh, so that is my charity of choice. It's a great
1: charity. And yes, so much is going on with children, especially where they're getting nabbed and for sex trafficking and all these other horrific things that people think is okay to do to a child or animal. And to me, it's not okay to do it to any living being. You know, even, you know, killing animals just for sport rather than for nutrition. I find exactly. it's
2: not acceptable. Exactly. I agree. And, and there probably is a national council for the protection of animals. <laughs> and, yes. and there definitely is for the protection of children. So uh, Our children you know, need
1: to be their future. They need to be protected. They need to be um, helped, especially if they have had to uh, be involved in a, a violent something or other that, you know, they get the right help that they need to for
2: their healing. Yes, absolutely. And so the nationalcac.org is a great way to start uh, and uh, go from there. So
1: Perfect. You know, thank
2: you for allowing me to even mention that.
1: Well, thank you for mentioning it because it's big. It's big. It's important. And I hope you'll check out that website so that you can help children. Or if you have your own website that helps children in need to help them as well. And so it's just helping children, helping living beings, you know, even the refugees. I know we keep talking about them, but I don't want to get put put on them because I know you have a giveaway. That I said we we're going to talk about in the third section, segment. So here we are. Talk to me about the giveaway. What is it?
2: Well, it, it's fascinating because it kind of connects right into the child advocacy centers because, you know, many times abuse goes on lifetime after lifetime after lifetime yes. and yes. or positive things go on lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. And so I started studying the Akashic records and um, I realized in that study that many, most of humans here on this planet, uh, with the exception of the stone beings, which is a whole other group um, that are actually from this planet, uh, they came from other galaxies yes. and, and they came from other galaxies with one intent. And then as they experience their lifetimes here and experience other lifetimes on other planets, um, th- all that plays into who we are today. And so my giveaway is uh, exploring your galactic Akash. It's a class that we did. I, I think you have the website.
1: Uh, do indeed it is. Let me find. Um, I've
2: got it. I've got it here. It is the the website is um, uh, galactic dash akash period Adironda So that's g a l a c t i c dash a k a s h period dot adironda a-d-i-r-o-n-n-d-a dot com and that's a class that we taught that was really a great class and um a lot of people had a lot of results from that class and it helps you find your origin and tells you what to recognize uh on the different species there's 12 root races of extraterrestrials just like there's 12 root races of, of earth beings which is interesting and it helps you shows you some of the physical traits, some of the emotional traits. So you might be able to recognize yourself in that. And then they take you, it takes you into a meditation to um, activate that or to open up that galactic akash. It's really a powerful class.
1: Oh, it sounds amazing. I might have to check that one out. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: think you'll enjoy it.
1: I think I will too. And then, well, so everybody, don't forget to t- tune in to this class again galactic-akash.adironda.com and that too will be on our site so you can find it and pick it up so now we were okay so now we're going to move into the next segment which is are we going to channel
2: or are we going into the activation Uh, well as we talked during the break adironda's kind of nudging you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they're nudging me as well. So why don't we just take a deep breath and we'll see where we go and we'll let Aranda do the activation. Sounds great. Perfect. Ah, so it is good day to you, huh? Oh, so very good to see your light, your brightness, your divine presence, your spirit. We all f- also must give gratitude for you, dearest Marla, for bringing this energy on such a universal scale in the work that you are doing with your guided conversations. Understand that as you and the vessel Marilyn were talking, we were present. We are interdimensional, so we can go anywhere, be anywhere that we choose to be. Uh, we are always with her. She is not always with us. And <laughs> With that energy, you see you are indeed affecting humanity and following your guidance as an awakened being to its, your own spirituality. As the vessel Marilyn said, we have been very direct with get off of the sofa and get out of the house and take some action. In addition to being on the sofa in your meditation. Uh So there are so many ways that you can be the change that you wish to see in the world. As you say, the language is important. Your energy is important. For the language by itself does not do it because you have to have that belief, that energy, that frequency, that holding of the space behind you. In your heart, yes, to allow the language to be possible, and with that holding, with that intention, understand that we know you know, but we're going to tell you anyway because there's someone out there that needs to know it. Huh? That every single intention is like a purchase order to the universe. It is being made manifest as you speak, when that intention comes through your heart. So if you are feeling like you are not good enough or feeling like you don't have everything that it takes to go out and do the action that you wish to do, that feeling is actually the part of it that is expanded. So let us just activate that energy, we're not sure how much time we have left, huh? You can tell us, huh?
1: We only have three minutes left. But oh. you continue And what I've done is arrange that the audio will go off, but we are going to continue to stream on Facebook and record this
2: so that people can touch base and see this. How about if we have a quickie activation and then we'll turn it back to you? Perfect. So take a deep breath. We are going to interdimensionally place our hands on the front and back of your heart chakras. Take another deep breath. If you're driving, do not close your eyes. And we see each of you being activated with the knowledge of your next step, your divine purpose. And so it is. Take a deep breath. Ah, Sigh it out. And come back to the present. Wow, oh, dearest, dearest beloved, we love you so much. We see you, we know you, we hold you in infinite love always, so you can be the love that you are. We bid you namaste.
1: Namaste. Thank you so much for joining. Okay, everyone, we're going to be running out of time quickly, but I want to say thank you to Marilyn Harper, to Adriana, and the Light Council. I want to say thank you to you for taking the time to be a part of this podcast. I want to thank everybody at Voice America for all you do to get the show up and running and making the sound sound so good. Bridget, thank you. Right arm, left arm is my assistant. I can't say enough thanks for all you do for me. And Until next week, as always, I send you love, blessings, and gratitude. Know how much you're loved. And know how grateful I am that you are in my life in whatever capacity you're in it. So stay well, stay healthy, stay grateful. Until next week, take care.